welcome back to Courtney Watches Movies, the podcast in which I, the titular Courtney, review, analyze, and most likely overthink movies and the filmmakers who bring them to life. How in the world are you? I hope you are doing marvelously. I'm going to say right off the bat, I am recording in a different place than I normally do. I'm hoping this works out, but it is a little hot in here. So if I occasionally sound like I'm panting, I'm probably sweating. I'm going to try not to give it away, but we'll see how it turns out here. Anyway, how are you guys? I, I'm doing pretty well. I don't really know where to begin with this movie because this is not my kind of movie at all. You saw from the title, we're talking about Ticket to Paradise. It's a new romantic comedy from directed by Ole Parker, who also did... Mama Mia, Mama Mia, Here I Go Again, or Here We Go Again, however it was, which I really enjoy the Mama Mia movies. I think they're fun as heck. Uh, this stars George Clooney, Julia Roberts, Caitlin Deaver. I'm trying to think if there was anybody else that I really... Oh, Billy Lord, Carrie Fisher's daughter. And Lucas Bravo, who I guess is on... Uh, What is that show on Netflix? Oh, Emily in Paris? Is that right? I've never watched... Well, I saw one episode, but I have a couple of friends that are really into Emily in Paris. So let me know if I'm missing anything. Anyway, the reason that this is kind of an unusual movie for me, I probably, to be honest, wouldn't have seen this in the theater were it not for the podcast. I am not a rom-com girl. But we always have to remember, right... It's not about my personal taste, <laughs> right... And there are a few that I like, and maybe one day I'll do a Top Cinco episode about it. But for me to really enjoy a rom-com, it's got to be pretty special. So anyway, the official IMDb summary of this film is, A divorced couple teams up and travels to Bali to stop their daughter from making the same mistake they think they made 25 years ago. Okay, the story is extremely straightforward. George Clooney and Julia Roberts have been divorced for about 20 years, and their daughter, who just finished law school and I say that like I'm confused because she repeatedly calls it college she and her best friend played by Billy Lord repeatedly call it college and I'm but then they also say she's about to start work at the most prestigious law firm in Chicago so I'm like do they mean law school did she take the bar like I don't know and I'm not an expert so I'm not a higher education expert so I could be wrong but I think they mean law school it's a little bit unclear Anyway, so after their daughter graduates, she goes to Bali with her drunken mess of a best friend, Billy Lord, and she meets a gentleman there. It's the cutest of all the meat cutes you could ever imagine. She and her friend have gone on some kind of expedition for snorkeling, and they are left in the water, which for a second you're going, oh goodness, is this like an open water situation? Let's let's hope not. 47 meters down or whatever that movie is. and But it's, it's solved very, very quickly because a local Balinese man is, he comes up on his boat, he saves them, and their daughter and this man, they lock eyes, and it's love at first sight. And they decide to get married. And meanwhile, stateside, George Clooney and Julia Roberts, uh, they're not happy about this. They're not happy about their daughter choosing to marry a fella she's known for 37 days and move across the world. 
Obviously, I think most parents would not be thrilled by this decision, but they decide that they are going to put aside their squabbles and their differences to try to talk their daughter out of this decision. And they that that's basically the gist of the movie. It's pretty simple. It's a rom-com. Everything you think is going to happen happens. Everything is very obvious from the trailer. And I think people know that going in, but I think that the magic of just seeing George Clooney and Julia Roberts in a movie really overpowered that kind of rote rudimentary just oh we all know what to expect because i'm going to tell you right now i went to an early showing of this and my theater was packed so i kind of i have this theory that people are just hungry for just simplicity and joy just a joyous film that makes them feel good with actors that they recognize and they can put on like an old coat and i don't know that there's anything wrong with that the the issue is for me the the squabbling parents okay they're it comes across as very childish and immature some of the stuff they fight over i mean it's such basic stuff like the oh who's gonna use the armrest between the two of us and they're literally getting into a physical tussle over this and it's just i'm just thinking do grown-ups do that i don't i couldn't remember the last time i tussled over an armrest just because somebody made me so angry in general. So uh, again, like I said, I understand why people might be interested in seeing this. And to their credit, you know, George, George Clooney is, I think, pretty charming. He just has a lot of personal charisma. And the screen really loves him. The camera really loves him. And then he and Julia Roberts are just so nice together. They really are. And I'm not I'm not convinced that this particular movie did their sort of natural chemistry justice. Because all they're doing is just trying to talk their daughter out of this marriage. And I don't know, the stuff they bring to the table to try, try to talk her out of it. It's like they didn't want to commit to them being really, really over the top controlling parents so the stuff they do other than they do steal the rings like the wedding rings which is pretty pretty extraordinary <laughs> but they don't really do anything else they're just trying to get like a kill them with kindness approach and they're you know her, their daughter is marrying into this very large family from bali and they are all very close-knit and loving and one thing that is pretty it's a pretty cool element is i don't think the parents totally recognize that one of the things that drew their daughter to this man is his family. And that's never out and out stated, but it's very heavily implied because he does come from this very large, sprawling, but very emotionally and geographically close family. And meanwhile, she's an only child with parents that won't even live in the same time zone as each other. And so obviously, part of what makes this man so appealing is he comes with a family and it's interesting that her parents never seem to make that connection i i don't know if it's just because their situation 
is all right to them. I don't, I don't know why they don't think that through. And maybe it's just because it's a romantic comedy. It's not that deep. But that's immediately what I thought of. Oh, she's drawn to this entire family. And the guy, the, the fiance, he is really great. And he's very nice to her. He's very respectful of her. And he knows what the parents are up to. He knows they're trying to sabotage the wedding. And he has a lot of patience with them as well, which is an interesting choice. But ultimately, I don't know. So it's very pretty. I, let me tell you right now, I want to go to Bali immediately. It looks so lovely. I've never been there. And boy, am I sold. His family, uh, his family farms for seaweed, like the fiance's family. And thinking about it, I'm going, well, of course people do that, but I never would have thought that. Of course people go, and the way they farm it is really cool. I'm kind of, I love to garden, so I kind of, I like seeing things like that. And obviously with the popularity of sushi and other seaweed involving foods around the world, obviously somebody's got to farm seaweed. It's not like we can go get enough by just walking out into the ocean and grabbing some. I don't know why I never made that connection before. I'm so naive, but there's just something really magical. They live on the beach. It's gorgeous. It's the rainfall. It's just, it's lovely. And the resentment that George Clooney and Julia Roberts have toward their daughter for making this quick decision to marry this guy she just met. It is it it does come across as a little bit comical sometimes because you're going, well, who wouldn't want to marry a dude who really really loves and supports you and also as a bonus lives in the most most gorgeous place on earth. And to to the mom's credit, she does start to figure that out. She's like, yeah, this is, it is really pretty here. I get why you want to be here, you know, but, uh, ultimately it's, so it's a romantic comedy, but it's, it's light on the romance and it's light on the comedy. So I don't know. I think I may have chuckled three times possibly. And I think I've told you guys this before, but I'm an easy laugh. Like I'm not, I'm not one of those above it all, oh, you really got to earn it, people, for me to laugh. I laugh a lot. And I think just because I'm a, I'm a very emotive person, I cry a lot too. But it uh, it's easy to get me to do either. <laughs> so for me to not really laugh, I'm, I don't, that's not a good thing. Because anybody who has higher standards than I do for what's comedic is not going to let, probably not going to, not going to enjoy this. And in terms of the romance, obviously, I'm not, this isn't a spoiler. You could tell from the trailer that George Clooney and Julia Roberts are going to find their way back to each other. And they don't break, they're not going to break up the wedding. It's not going to happen. And they do get back together and they don't break up the wedding. And there's a lot in there that, that it's kind of alluding to their daughter is more mature than they are because she respects their choices and it takes them so long to respect hers, yada, yada very millennial, right? And the thing is, and this is just my personal hang up, but I have in my own life seen fast marriages go to absolute hell. So I would be nervous too. <laughs> I'm not, I was nervous for her and there was nothing, 
like I said, the fiance is lovely. He seems great. His family's great. You know, I just, I have some personal hangups about it. In the event this were a real situation, I would be the one going, mm, probably don't marry the guy you met 36 days ago. Maybe not. Okay, let's work on that. So you get where they're coming from, but at the same time, you know, their, their interactions are super immature. Like I said, so what conclusion is their daughter supposed to reach? She doesn't want to be like them. And you understand why as you watch this movie. And that's just unfortunate. And it's cool to see George Clooney and Julia Roberts back together. That's kind of neat. It's, t it's tough when, like, I've never been a massive Julia Roberts fan. And what's funny is they do have a reference to a, a, a gentleman in the daughter's fiance's family says, in, in his language, uh, that she looks like a horse. <laughs> so that's kind of a meta thing because, you know, not everybody finds Julia Roberts to be the most attractive. And I I feel bad because it's not about looks, but I don't either. And I her, her smile is a little much to me. But it's just funny that they have that joke in there because it shows that she's probably pretty self-aware uh, about the the comments that she gets regarding her appearance and who who wouldn't be you know if it were all over the internet you it that you maybe possibly looked like a horse you'd know about it so yeah it's just I'm feeling very meh about it but I will say man oh geez Louise Bali I'm just like when can I go let me look up tickets how do I get there and yeah I don't know. It's okay. It's totally serviceable. It's already done extremely well financially, which is really interesting. And the U.S. is one of the last markets that it has opened in. So it's already done really well in other parts of the world. And what's interesting about that is it's a, it's a, I think it would be considered a mid-range budget, 60 million. And that's, which that's a stunning amount of money, but it's really not for a, Hollywood blockbuster so and I'm assuming that a lot of that went to salaries unless George and Julia chose to not take a huge one but I mean it's doing really well and I think that says a lot about what people are hungry for and I I don't hate the idea of movie studios churning out happier more low stakes low-key movies that are just pretty to look at set in cool places and I think I'm gonna give this a a five out of ten I think it's a pretty solid straight down the middle and I probably don't need to watch it again but it was pretty and I don't see so many movies that I see I don't know who would like them you know and this is not that I could easily tell multiple people Oh, yeah, I think you'd enjoy it. And I'm always thinking that way. Like, who could I uh, who could I recommend this to? So I think a lot of people would like this. And I'm, I'm happy that something that's not Marvel is doing well, to be honest. Even if it's not my cup of tea, I'm glad that it's, it's succeeding. So, yeah, I'm going to go 5 out of 10. And I will talk to you guys soon. I got to see what I'm going to review next. 
but I had a nice morning at the movies. Uh, today I am reading, geez, where did it go? Oh, right here. Girl in Snow by Danya Kakafka. Probably butchered her name. Sorry, girl. And today's jam is, as always, Rocky Like a Hurricane by Scorpions. <laughs> Alright, I thank you guys. You have a beautiful day. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Follow me on Instagram at Courtney Watches Movies and Twitter and on Twitter at Movie Courtney. Thank you for listening. You have a beautiful rest of your day. Bye bye.